in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, topetro.com. Hey, we have some, I'm not going to say it's breaking news, but it's definitely some interesting news. And this is uh, just coming over that um, the McKee uh, camp does now have the endorsement that they were looking for. And that is uh, Helena Folks is now endorsing um, Dan McKee for governor. I'm going to read it in just a moment. This portion of the program, Helena Folks endorses McKee after calling him the worst, calling him the worst governor for crying out loud. I don't understand how that works. So, but this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Listen, on this delightful Friday, you could um, certainly pop by the Lodge right off of Route 146. It is 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. There's a delicious meal waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. You could sit out on the deck or sit in the dining room or inside the lounge. And a lot of people love that. Plus, you know, it's, um, there'll be a, a game on tonight. And plus, you have college football tomorrow, the Patriots on Sunday, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. I will always support Democrat candidates on the ballot. But before I, I needed him to commit to me personally, let me, um, I want to read her full thing here. Oh, hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, I will always support, uh, before I officially endorse, I need him to commit to me personally that his... FY24 budget will end the abortion uh, that impacts one-third of women in the state. He reiterated his support for a woman's right to choose and, choose and made that commitment to me personally. And now I endorse him for governor. We cannot allow an anti-choice Ron DeSantis-loving Republican who just moved here from Illinois to become Rhode Island's next governor. So, all right, so there's a real shot at, um, that is certainly a shot at, Ashley Kalis. That is definitely a shot at Ashley Kalis. I also just received this email. Statement from leader Mike Chippendale, the governor's testimony. During today's public hearing, the Rhode Island Public Utilities Commission, the governor requested additional federal funding for low-income energy system program announced a request by his administration to repeal the 4% tax on gross earnings on electric utilities. Mike Chippendale issued the following statement. This is not a surprise to Republicans. The governor will now try to address the underfunding, massive effect inflation. During the budget, House Republicans offered amendments that directed $7,600,000 to provide for home energy assistance and a repeal of the 4% tax on electric, electric utilities. So anyhow, they're now claiming that they, um, so that's interesting, and it's also... I, I want to get back to, um, let me also, I have, um, let's see, hi there, Karen, John, humans. The country is too weak. People can do whatever they want. God forbid someone's feelings are hurt. What a wake-up call for some of these people. I hope it comes crashing down on them. 
P.S. The country's run poorly, therefore blame parents and our so-called leaders. Thank you for that. I won't say exactly where she works, but I'm familiar with where it is. Thank you, Karen. Folks, you can email me. Go to the website, dipetro.com. This business of, um, this business, she's talking about the cats. You know, that, that is, that is pretty weak. That, and, and I also, I'm going to say this on Helena, folks. Uh, I mean, what, what is this? The, the day before you were calling him the worst governor in the country. And now, all of a sudden, you, you're you giving an endorsement of him. So, well, which is it? Which is it? Is it is it the ad where you say Rhode Island's worst governor? Or, and the lies and the scandal? Or is it suddenly that one where now you're attacking a Ron DeSantis-loving Republican? I mean, that is about as weak as it, I think, as it gets. But she also, this was the same individual that had um, Nancy Pelosi come in here on Sunday. Worst approval rating in the United States. The contract controversy with the FBI. And the name of it was, folks, got that right. So... Talking about Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, lie scandals, America's worst governor. So, which is it? This this was just from, that ad ran on Tuesday, and this is Friday, and now attacking Ashley Kalis. Well, let me say this about Ashley Kalis. All right. So, Kathy Gregg, here it comes. Helena Folks has endorsed her primary rival, re-election anti-choice Ron DeSantis loving Republican who just moved here from Illinois. Well, she can't do any worse than Governor McKee. Can't do any worse than Governor McKee. The media, let me see this, by Fitz Providence, a fan of DeSantis, candidate sending migrants political stunts. All right, well, she is um, coming out against it. I, I, I think whatever, whatever she wants to say with it, I'm going to tolerate because Governor McKee is just full of corruption, as it was pointed out, as it was pointed out, by the way. Um, I'm just looking at some other headlines right now, and I want to read that story in the Boston Globe, Rhode Island edition, about Ashley Kalis. Let me just, okay, fan of DeSantis. You know, I also take exception. I was with someone last night saying people in Rhode Island hate DeSantis. Folks, right now, good afternoon, it's one thirteen. What, Like, what are you talking about? People in Rhode Island, the number one place people go for on vacation, the number one place people move when they finally can escape, whether it's Rhode Island or Mass, is Florida. And all people do is rave about how clean it is, how it was open during the pandemic, then, and then if people hate Florida, why, why do they go to Florida? They, I totally disagree with that. People from Rhode Island and Massachusetts that visit Florida, you know what they say? Why can't we do a lot of the things they do, whether it's their beaches or the DMV or no, no income tax? I want to read. This is Ed Fitzpatrick. Ashley, very progressive. A fan of DeSantis, blah, blah, blah. During a forum in May... 
Ashley Kay this named Florida Governor Ron DeSantis as the current or former elected leader she admires most. Now, that was at a forum. She did say that. I'm going to say I don't think she has to distance herself from him, as some people are saying. People do not hate Ron DeSantis. They see an efficient run state. He puts parents first over teachers unions. I disagree that people from Rhode Island and Massachusetts are down on Ron DeSantis. I think the opposite. Now Kalis is facing questions what she thinks of him taking credit for sending 50 migrants from Venezuela to Martha's Vineyard. In a statement, she said people, especially women and children, should never be used for political stunts. It's unacceptable. If these folks were dropped off on Block Island, our state would be facing a very serious situation. That's a shift from a statement the Kalis campaign issue Thursday. She said, like many Rhode Islanders, my family traces, I've benefited immensely, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's not clear how she felt how Governor McKee has failed to secure the nation's borders. Same time, uh, public safety, we must ensure our borders are secure, which the Biden-McKee administration have failed to do. Well, as far as, here is he saying, it's unclear how she has, uh, Governor McKee has failed to secure the nation's borders. By Governor McKee, I'll answer that question, offering Rhode Island to be a sanctuary state, he is encouraging them to come here. McKee also weighed in. Ashley Kalis has said Ron DeSantis is a role model. And now he's engaging the worst type of politics. Well, who's the role, uh, the role model for, for you know, Governor McKee? Pick a, a corrupt politician. Ed Depreet? Hate, fear, refugees as political pawns. That type of behavior might work where she's from, but not our Rhode Island. What are Rhode Island values? Hanging up on people? Is that a Rhode Island value? How about an FBI probe? Is that a Rhode Island value? Rhode Island values? What happened to your former chief of staff, Tony Silva? That's right, he had to resign. You are drowning in corruption scandals. Is that a Rhode Island value, Governor? Governor McKee, he'll keep Ron DeSantis and his hateful politics out of Rhode Island. Rhode Island's main refugee settlement agency, the Dorcas International, called the situation heartbreaking and confusing. You know what's heartbreaking confusion, confusing? What's going on at the border? You know, so far in this column by Ed Fitzpatrick, who, listen, the guy is, I know Ed. I respect Ed. He's a good writer. He's, he's a progressive Democrat. So there's a bias there. So far, I've yet to read the name Kamala Harris. Blah, blah, blah. Open their open arms. Um, welcoming these refugees. That's what we do. Yeah, on our dime. On our dime. By Governor McKee running a sanctuary state, you entice them to come here. You entice them to, to come here. So by Dan McKee running a sanctuary state, you you are enticing them, is enticing people to arrive in Rhode Island. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, so this this business of how is he 
What does Governor McKee have to do with the border? Well, Governor DeSantis is not running a sanctuary state. So Helena folks issues a statement. Let me just read this. Better lawyer up. Let me see this. Sue Sienke filed a complaint. Oh, okay. Going after Nellie Gorbea. Hmm. Um, Latino Victory Political Fund. They failed to disclose their top five donors. That's true. The ads said to McKee that you better lawyer up. <laughs> you know, that ad should also be uh, be run. For Ashley Kalis, I mean. I take exception with, I can't believe, Helena, folks, that's, of all the things... The abortion ban that impacts one-third of the women in the state, it's, it's all false. It's not a ban. You see, that, that, it's not that. It's, it's all about that the state has to pay for it. The taxpayers have to pay for it. That's what it comes down to. Anti-choice, Ron DeSantis-loving Republican. Well, we're going to have on Ashley Kalis, and I, I support her. I think that... Um, this business that now they want to attack her. I, I disagree with it. And what, what is going on at the, at, I think, people, if you're listening right now at 119, at 119 on this Friday, I think people think are agreeing with what Ron DeSantis did in Governor Abbott, the governor of Texas. Now, once again, the progressives are loud. How dare you do this and blah, blah, blah. Hey, you're the ones that are enticing. You're breaking up families. You're telling families to come here. Folks, at 120, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Propane Plus. Located both Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's Propane Plus. Give them a call, 401 885 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Why Propane Plus? Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a long time. They offer online billing, schedule your service delivery at the click of a button, free safety inspection for all your propane needs. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. You also, they have a very user-friendly website, propaneplus.com. You just log on, propane, P-A-N-E, P-R-O-P-A-N-E, propane plus, heating and cooling, propaneplus.com. You type in residential, commercial, your zip code, and you're off from there. Always there for you. It's propane plus. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it's 121. Uh, I don't believe a lot of this. See, the media agrees with a lot of what's being said. So therefore, the media echoes what is said. I don't think people feel that way. This portion of the program is also brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Folks, he does it all. Power Wash, handyman services, professional power washing, deck staining, soft wash. Jamie's Power Wash. 
Remember, you can depend on Jamie's Power Wash. They can do it all for you. Give them a call today at 401. Now, he came out and soft-washed our roof, which was suddenly then uh, kind of filling up, which happens, and it can happen, filling up regarding, uh, and it happens sometimes. You get uh, mildew and moss and algae. It's Jamie, Jay Freitas. Folks, they can do it all. And maybe also, you know, you could start to book for someone that maybe needs, if in fact, you need a handyman. And they can do it as well. So, Jamie, believe me. uh, But, Jamie, what a fantastic job they did uh, for our roof. Because you don't want to go into, it can certainly then damage your, the structure if you don't uh, immediately and get rid of it. it. It will not go away in the wintertime. I repeat, it does not go away in the wintertime. So call Jamie today. And remember, it's power washing, deck staining, interior painting, or construction handyman services. Give them a call today, 401 837 4545-401-837-4545. Do you need your deck stain? Do you need something power wash? Get rid of the grime, the mold, the mildew. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. All right, I want to go to some sound and also get, get up to speed. Folks, good afternoon. It's 123. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I'm looking at some headlines. DeSantis sending Cubans to Delaware. Border battle battle escalates. White House weighs legal action. Uh, I also want to once again remind you, now right now it's 123, and whether you're in Douglas or Worcester or Bellingham or Uxbridge or Smithfield or Lincoln or Providence, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We start at 11. We go till 2. Right now it's 124 on this Friday. September 16th on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. The AM 1380 is very clear, strong signal. If for whatever reason you have problems getting the program, flip over to the AM 1380, or you can always listen at the website, depetro.com. Just click listen live, no eyes, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. If you want to reach me, you can do it there. We have original stories, unique stories. We broke the story about the FBI dig on that Smithfield cold case. Next Wednesday and Thursday, Juan goes to Washington or JD in DC. We will be broadcasting from Washington next Wednesday and Thursday. And what does it have to do with? The border. Illegal immigration is suddenly at the front pages because of Governor Abbott and DeSantis. It is right now a huge topic and debate. But here are some of the headlines. Newsom rents billboards red states tout abortion access. Two new polls show edge for Fetterman in Pennsylvania. That's a very close race. Cedric the Entertainer goes after Herschel Walker in uh, an ad. That's the Georgia Senate race. Uh, Trump now openly embracing, amplifying QAnon. I think that's a mistake. Pelosi has to go. Dems say times for new leadership. Well, Kevin McCarthy is going to be the new speaker. Kevin McCarthy is going to be the new speaker. Here are some other headlines. MAGA attempts to ban books accelerating, becoming more divisive. Lauren Bobart, Colorado, the rise of Christian nationalists. That's a big group right now. 
Bezos dethroned as world's richest, richest by someone from India. Hispanics pass whites to become the largest group in Texas. DeSantis paid 615000 to send the migrants to Martha's Vineyard. In Yellowstone, transplants to West are the enemy. Is the show right? Atlanta rappers getting into politics, and it's not sitting well with everyone. <laughs> Let me read those two. I love the Drudge Report, folks. In Yellowstone, transplant to the West of the enemy. Is the hit show right? A writer in Bozeman, Montana, grapples with the wealthy wave of newcomers, gentrifying the town she moved to 10 years ago. As a dirtbag pursuing the Western dream. <laughs> you know, they're also, that's one of the reasons why Arizona is not as red as it used to be. It's all these people from California. People in Nashville, Texas, Arizona all say to the people in California, you can move here, but leave your voting habits behind. This writer writes, I don't remember thinking Bozeman was trendy when I moved here in 2012. I was drawn to the place. Rent was cheap. Located in my seasonal guiding gig. Peaks were bigger. Uh, we stuffed three people in a cramped two-bedroom apartment. I paid $265 the rent entirely from barista tips. As far as I knew, any notable money in the area was channeled Big Sky, Yellowstone Club. The town felt compact but never claustrophobic. Hit TV shows about the region didn't exist yet. No one could have predicted a global tip global pandemic would accelerate the bloated expansion of a town I somewhat accidentally landed in. I felt like a harmless cog in a community aspirational college graduates. Now it's changing again. A new wave of remote workers, wealthy second homeowners, and urban dwellers looking to escape city life have swarmed the valley, snapping up homes above asking price and waiving the inspections. These days, within five minutes of my house, I can get a CBD smoothie, Botox, and an $18 cocktail. There's a Lululemon on Main Street. It seems like every new restaurant name has a vendetta against Vols. McMansions dot the foothills with man-made ponds dug into acres of non-native grasses. Rent for two-bedroom luxury apartments now range 1400 to 2400 and the median price for a single-family home is 800000 Um, I'm far from the only one thinking of this. In fact, the most watched show in the country is about similar tensions playing out in a fictional version. The Paramount Network show Yellowstone takes a preservationist stance on the influx of wealthy coastal transplants to Montana. In the show with the Duttons, a legacy ranching family, fight to protect their land from soulless developers. Granted, the Dutton situation, owning the largest ranch in the U.S. and feeling threatened by a developer wanting pieces of it, is very different from the standard Bozeman resident getting priced out of a two-bedroom apartment. But the show's tension is relatable. <laughs> Everyone wants a piece of this majestic scenery. And in visually stunning episodes, the Duttons prevail in narratives arcs that wrap up neatly by the end of each season. The show gets it right. If the area was facing a character, a developer, bulldozing hundreds of acres, I might feel hopeful the rapid development could be slowed. But if you side with the Duns, you have to be ready to answer the question. Okay, who does deserve to be here? 
The popularity of the show is generating even more interest in Southwest Montana. I've helped launch a thousand takes on the area's spiraling cost of living. The most widely talked about was a recent New York Times opinion piece, which caused a stir in social media where Westerners heckled Russ Dothan for trying to diagnose Montana's woes after watching Yellowstone taking a brief road trip to the region. It also didn't help in these parts that he tried to make a case for settlement by spent newcomers. He writes, as an eastern, a company of big cities and dense suburbs to experience the west mixture of majesty and emptiness, feel more intensely what John Dutton's various foils and rivals feel. That's something extraordinary to be effectively hoarded here. They argue everyone deserves a piece of western heaven, and that Montanans have no right to hog their wide open spaces. He doesn't think a little more population density in such a massive state would be a bad thing, and that no one truly owns the right to these places. While I can't argue, I feel strong in this opinion, somewhat not embedded in the culture. You know, folks, this does come to, you know, when someone has thousands of acres and hundreds of thousands of acres, and who does the land really believe but belong to? Does someone need to own such a large space of land? You're going to, next week when we're in D.C., we're going to have on some of those Arizona ranchers that have, you know, their ranch, it takes 45 minutes to get from one end to the next. Some of their ranches that we're going to interview people are, are maybe like the thir- a third the size of Rhode Island. Huge. Now, what's this Atlanta rappers are getting into politics? Not sitting well with everyone. For generations, Atlanta has served as a black mecca. Black Americans looking for more more money, more opportunity, more house. Black politicians played hardball, 70s and 80s. The face of political power in Atlanta was undisputedly black. Middle class, college educated, middle of the road, but black. Today, the face of political power in this heavily blue city is still black and Democrat. But now, as an explosion in the entertainment industry turns the city into a southern Hollywood, a new and, some would say, unlikely form of black political power is emerging here. Hip-hop moguls. Ludacris partnered with the former mayor to bring the hit Broadway musical Vila to the city. Killer Mike, one half of the Run the Jewels rap duo, and T.I. sat on the transition team for the former mayor. Keisha Lance Bottoms, two chains, showed up at a recent city council meeting along with Killer Mike to rail against proposed legislation that would shut down businesses with too many outbreaks of violence. The city of Atlanta, where these titans of hip-hop grew up, cut their creative teeth and got rich. So in one sense, is long overdue, flaunting a black political power by black tycoons. T.I., Ludacris, Killer Mike, and the likes are simply doing what might white moguls have done, using their money and might to influence City Hall. But as they've begun to throw their weight around, a new point of tension has emerged. By and large, some of the rappers have long since left the city limits, resettling in gated communities in the suburbs. And in city politics, that doesn't sit well with critics who, who argue that what's playing out in Atlanta looks a lot like the old-fashioned dynamic of rich folks meddling in city politics to further their own interest. Case in point, this isn't political, by the way, during last year's nonpartisan mayoral race. 
T.I. and other artists took to social media undercut the campaign of then city council president Felicia Moore, urging Atlantans to vote instead for a dark horse candidate, Andre Dickens, spreading a false rumor that she would shut down the city's strip clubs. (laughs) Moore lost the race in a runoff with Dickens, a 48-year-old engineer turned city council member. In a TMZ video that went viral shortly after the election, Moore claimed the disinformation campaign cost her the race. T.I., she said, should learn to stay out of politics. <laughs> How about that? So you have City Council President Felicia Moore. She's running. And they spread a false rumor. If she wins, she's going to shut down the city strip clubs. <laughs> so she loses. The rapper shot back on his 14.5 million follower Instagram account. You lost sight of one thing, this culture, T.I. said in a video posted. She said celebrities shouldn't be involved. Sounds very similar to people. Say to LeBron, shut up and dribble, right? See the very energy, the tone? You don't understand. We run this town, said T.I. <laughs> ah... Now it goes on. Then there's demographics. This includes a mayor's newest, Atlanta's newest mayor, Democrat Andre Dickens, who was endorsed. Outgoing. When you, when you have Andre Dickens grow up in southwest Atlanta, he, um, things change. So big developments. I think that's really interesting. All right, folks, right now at 135, let me uh, catch up here a little bit, folks. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um. Yeah, that's right. Randy Noka. Wherever I walk is my land. I, you know, it does become. Uh, I can't. Uh, let me think. All right, let me think. Hold on. Hmm. Possible. Possible. I don't know. I don't know if I could sit through that. All right. Let me, um, Randy Noka, you know, this whole thing, though, it is an argument of like that people say, does someone really need that amount of land? Like you look at Montana, the fictional family, the Duttons, Yellowstone, they are modeled after the largest ranch in, in the country is almost the size of Rhode Island, almost the size of Rhode Island. In in reality, in reality, if you Google largest ranch in America, it it is, um, I think I know this because I looked it up. I'm going to say it's 800,000 acres. Let me just, um, folks, and I recognize largest uh, ranch, yeah. In the USA. All right. Let's see. King Ranch. Four tracts of land. Oh, southeastern Texas. 825,000 acres. <laughs> That's the largest. All right. What are the 10 biggest ranches in the USA? 10 biggest ranches for sale in the United States. 64, first of all, think of this. 64,000 acres. There's another one, Wyoming, 69,000 acres, the Martin Ranch. There's one in New Mexico, 69,000 acres. 
uh, Continental Divide in Wyoming, 98,000. There's a ranch for sale in Montana. It's 126,000 acres. Here's another. What are the five largest ranches in the United States? King Ranch is 825,000. The Ted Turner Reserve is 590,000. Ted Turner is a huge landowner. The Wagner Ranch is 520,000 acres. Corn Ranch is 165,000. Now, so the question becomes, how many acres is Rhode Island? And I I knew this as well. Okay, here it it even pops up. Rhode Island, yeah, Rhode Island is 776,000 acres. 76,900. So almost 770,000 acres. So that ranch, that King Ranch, is bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Think of that. So when they're saying, does, why, why does one person need all that land? The answer for some of these people is, well, it's, it's our family. We were here in 18-whatever, and we grabbed all that land. But... Does that really apply in 2022? Is it, you know, but this is, that's an element of socialism. If you start to cut that off, you start to get, in certain countries, there's a limit of just how much money you can have. There's a limit of how much money you can have. And then they just start taking it. Or they, you know, the tax is astronomical. There are people that say, Okay, you can have ten billion, but anything outside of that, you, you know, you can't have. You don't need is really what they're saying. But that debate will never end. I'll tell you where it comes in. Where this then starts to play is they they would then start lowering it. They would start lowering it every time. You know, Matt Brown, the socialist. What did they, no? Thank God he lost. What do they say? You know, tax the rich, tax the rich. But but then, you know, it becomes where, where does that end? Do they start to lower it? I like that, that um, someone even said, you know, I live here. They're not wrong with how the outsiders come in. Now, this is going on everywhere, by the way. And there are certain states that they came into. Uh, I'm also looking at a picture in uh, it's an interesting lineup. This is Anita Buffoni has a photo in Johnston. I see Governor McKee. I don't know who that is next to him with a hat on. Mayor Policina and then Alan Fung is next to Seth Magaziner. So there they are with uh, Mayor Policina. Uh, let's see. All made interesting. Ashley Kalis said the politician she admires, most admires now is Helena Folks. That's really interesting. Huh. Ashley praised Helena Folks. But it's not returned. Ashley Kayla says right now, Helena folks is her political hero. Says Governor McKee disrespects strong women. 
Hmm. Very interesting. Folks says she backs McKee in the general election. Well, that's not what she said before. You know, this whole business of who you admire, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a limit here. <laughs> you know, Governor McKee, I think he admires Ed Dupree. Uh, come on. Like, how, where, where exactly is all this going? All right, let me see. Uh, where are we with our friend John Francis? Folks, it's 142. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Let me uh, see how our friend John, John Frankish, is doing. I want to go All right. Thursday, September 22nd, Rhode Island Second Amendment Pack Candidate Fundraiser. There you go. That's going on with competition shooting supplies. I'll share that with Captain Francis. Why not? All right, what has he got? Um, John Francis just arrived. Well, I'll, I'll get him on the line here. Oh, boy. Just got a nice used Sentry Arms Polish handgun. Hmm. Boy, that's different looking. Wow, look at that. Whew. A Maverick Model 88. Removal, modified choke and vent rib, barrel handle, two came in. That is not going to last long. Wow. Those are very nice, as a matter of fact. All right, let me see if we can get Captain Francis on the line here. Folks, good afternoon. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. All right, let's get, uh, we're calling John Francis, folks, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. That is a... Uh, that Maverick, I don't think that's going to last. He, Folks, joining us on the line right now is the Defender of the Faith from Competition Shooting Supplies. It's a My Gun Guy, our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, tell us about that Maverick. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, so um, that was a, uh, uh, some, uh, uh, an allocation from one of my distributors. So that is a 12-gauge combo. So it comes with the longer... Upland bird or target style barrel, and it also comes with the shorter defense style barrel. Uh, you can either use for home protection or for slug hunting during wow. deer season. Wow, John Francis, that is not going to last. Uh, they're only two seventy nine ninety five. Holy oh, moly! Sorry, two, I'm sorry, two, they're two ninety nine. Two ninety nine still. Two ninety nine. Wow, that is. It's fantastic. All right, take us inside. What else right now? Take us inside Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Someone walks through the door. Let's do a little role play. What, what do we have that John Francis likes right now? Uh, right now, uh, I've got a really good selection of uh, home defense-style shotguns. Uh, I've got some a uh, couple of different, few different used 22 rifles that I just put out. Um, I'm in the process of starting to go through some of the collections uh, that I picked up. Uh, you know, in the last four or five months, and I'm, it's it's been slow enough, so I'm I'm actually finding the time to start uh, evaluating each gun and getting them put out. Uh, I'm going to be posting some photos uh, later today and tomorrow for some of the stuff that uh, 
that uh, that's come in, and uh, I think people are going to be pretty happy about that. Oh, yeah. Tell it. Well, can you give us a sneak preview, John Francis, so we're going to have to wait well, till tomorrow? Well, one particular one. So uh, I bought a, a, a pretty large collection from a good friend of mine because, unfortunately, uh, he just got to a point where you know he had to go to a nursing home. Oh. But uh, so I'm in the finishing stages of cleaning up. Is uh, He's got a, we have a Rock River Arms uh, tactical entry AR-15. Um, which he had kind of customized to his liking. So he got rid of the factory four-end setup, and he's got a full-length full, uh, uh, free-float spike tactical quad rail on it. we got a bipod. i got the backup sights. Um, this is a really, really nice gun. It's got the factory two-stage trigger. Um, so, you know, this would, I want to say, well over a $1,000 rifle. Uh, this is probably going to be going. It's going to be going out for under that dollar amount. Wow, folks! Again, we're speaking with John Francis, four thirty-five Benefit Street, protected. It's competition shooting supplies. John Francis, I also, uh, folks, a lot of people don't know this. He's very knowledgeable in history, and especially, we are seeing right now some of the effects of all the United States weapons, also military intelligence. How about the fact, John Francis, Ukraine has completely flipped the narrative, changed the course. They have the Russians on the run right now in that war. Yes, they do. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, obviously, you know, the in, intelligence people have been saying for a while now that the, uh, you know, the, the Russian army is in disarray. The leadership is in disarray. There's been, with all the corruption in that, in that country, yep. they've apparently, instead of using the government money, to either purchase new equipment or at least maintain and update the equipment they got. Apparently, these guys in charge just pocketed the dough and left the stuff to rust. Wow. So it's, uh, you know, they're coming into their winter uh, season now. And apparently, the last thing I saw is the, uh, uh, the majority of the Russian military, they have no winter clothing. Think of that. They haven't provided anything. Wow. So, John, John Francis, you were singing the praises and saying this Ukraine military, if they got the right firepower in the right direction, they do not quit. They are they are a really impressive military, Ukraine. Well, yeah, I mean, because they, you know, they've been, uh, you know, the, the, if you look back through, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, during World War Two, before that, after that, Ukraine had, you know, was an oppressed region. By the Soviet Union, had been, had been ever since the the, uh, the communists took over the country. Yep. So when they finally got their independence, you know, they, they, so they've had thirty plus years of freedom from Soviet style rule. And granted, they they may have they may have similar you know corrupt problems within their own government. Right. That part of the world, it's it's just unavoidable. Right. But um, they they don't want to be ruled by someone else. No. They don't. And so they've had that taste, and they're not going to give it up. No. And the one thing that President Putin didn't take into account was the fact that for probably the last 10 or 15 years or so, maybe more, the Ukrainian military has been training with NATO forces all this time. That's right. Yes. So a lot of the stuff that, you know, so we've taught them their battle tactics. Uh, they trained with our, uh, uh, with the U.S. Air Force personnel, mm. um, you know, uh Dog fighting with you know American planes against their MiG 29s. So you know they learned what our guys learned, and it got passed along. And that's why they're that's why they've been uh, you know 
having the route that they're doing. And John Francis, before I let you go, uh, also, folks, if, if you want to obtain a blue card, you can go into competition uh, shooting supplies, take the test. But, John Francis, on the form, you have to identify as a male or female. You can't do this thing where some you have the kids in the schools identifying as cats. Uh, well, on the federal purchase form, actually, there are three choices oh. under sex. There's male, female, and something they call non-binary. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. But at least the species is still human. Now, John Francis, if someone is listing, folks, if you're listing and you do have some firearms that you'd like to sell for whatever reason, sometimes someone needs to be a little more liquid, sometimes someone passes away, whatever it may be. John Francis, what's the best way for people to approach you? Uh, either you can uh, do it in any number of ways. Uh, you can just simply call the store uh, while I'm, when I'm open. Uh, you could leave a message on the answering machine. Uh, reach out to me via email um, when I'm not here at the store. Uh, I'm almost always uh, monitoring my email uh, outside of store hours. And you can also message me through my uh, company website. Okay. John Francis, what are your hours for today and for tomorrow? Today, uh, I'm here 10 to 6, tomorrow 9 to 4, and I got plenty of, uh, looks to be a pretty nice weekend coming up. I got plenty of uh, 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 shotgun target loads. I got 9mm, 40, 380, 45 auto, 22. Um, so uh, come on in and uh, pick up what you need. Folks, again, he's John Francis. John Francis, great job. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. All right, folks, there it is. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435. Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You know, this Helena folks now endorsing Rhode Island Governor, not only endorsing Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, but she's also taking shots at Ashley Kalis. Um, I, 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 I have a problem with that. I think Ashley Kalis, I like that Ashley Kalis is now saying uh, she did an interview with Gino and saying that she admires Helena folks. Who just beat Dan McKee? She beat him on election day at the polls. I this I I don't know about. And by the way, I put it, you know so Governor McKee won't agree to right now the October fourth debate. I I then said well maybe they should debate on October twenty fifth. Do two debates. Ashley Kalis, the Republican candidate for governor. She's saying, let's do the debates before the early voting starts. Now, Election Day is the 8th, November 8th. So I actually should have said that the Channel 12 debate should be Tuesday, November 1st, the week before. I, but unless Channel 10 is already going for that, unless Channel 10 is already vying for that, or maybe it would be the second the the Tuesday or the Wednesday, Thursday, either one of those three, I think is is good. The Wednesday night, you know, the closer you get that final weekend, you have the undecideds make a difference. So, I was saying, why not do two with Channel Twelve? But I I said the twenty fifth. All right, let me um find. I think we'll call our friend Marie, folks. It is um. Let me just check. This is a delightful weekend. That is happening right now. Look at that. Very pleasant. You know, this this afternoon, it's going to be 72 degrees and sunny. 
today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Sunday's going to be 83. Nice weather. And then don't forget, next week, we are in our nation's capital. Let me, um, can I find out, what's the weather next week for Washington, D.C.? Right now, it's 80 degrees in Washington. And next, oh, it's going to be hot. Tuesday's 87, sunshine. Wednesday, 89 in sunshine. And Thursday, 89 in sunshine. Monday, 90 degrees. You know, you go just a little bit farther south, and it is summer-like temperatures. All right, let me call. Let's see, folks. And again, good afternoon. It's 154. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. A delicious meal is waiting for you right now, right off of Route 146. Forget about Twin River. Head over to the Lodge. Sit outside, or in fact, you can sit inside. And they'll have... All football, college football tomorrow, and pro football on Sunday at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. All right, let's see if we can reach our friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Let's see if we can um, get her. Folks, joining us on the line on this Friday, which is beautiful outside, is our friend. It's the Queen of Health. It's Marie at It's My Health, 1099. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. It was cold out last night. People have thoughts of fall. Take us inside. People that walk into It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland on this Friday, what are they going to find? They're going to find many, many things that can help them stay healthy. So wonderful teas. Oh, warm night. I mean, a cool night. Nice warm cup of tea. Really, really nice. Anything for... Skincare, supplements of all kinds, vitamins. Now, now also, Marie, this is the time people want to start to stay healthy because it is the fall into the winter when we have, you know, that's when people, if people are seemingly getting sick, it happens. And I want people to understand, Marie also carries different vitamins, herbal remedies, and also vitamins for children as well that a lot of parents aren't even aware of. Yeah, we forget that our children do need vitamins to supplement the foods that maybe they don't like to eat. So there are different ways to get some of those good foods into them with supplements, with some of the powders that we have as well that can be mixed into foods. Now, Marie, I received a nice email from Donald, who apparently hurt his back doing something in the yard, I think in the garden or whatever it was, and said that his wife picked up, I think, some CBD for his back and it improved a lot. Well, a lot of people don't realize you carry hemp and CBD for both pets, by the way, but also people. What would someone maybe put on a knee or a back that maybe they strain doing some yard work? Yeah, we have a few different CBD lotions and oils that can be used topically, and they they really do help. Um, some people will take the CBD orally, and they will use it topically as well, so that they're getting from the inside out and from the outside in. Folks, it's Marie, ten ninety nine Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Marie, also. You have such a commitment to service. People can purchase it right there. They don't have to get it online. And there's always a product or two that may catch their eye, they're unfamiliar with, that you might recommend. 
Absolutely. And sometimes they come in with one thought in mind. And as we have a conversation, we may find that something else would be a better choice or something complementary to what they were thinking may really put them over the top and, uh, and really help them out. It's going to be a nice weekend. What are your hours for the remaining part of this Friday afternoon? And what about tomorrow, Saturday? We'll be here till 5.30 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. And you, you don't feel the extra burden being considered the queen of health? No, the crown isn't too heavy. <laughs> Folks, she is the queen. It's Marie. Marie, keep up the great work. You're helping people on a daily basis, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Take care. All right, folks. She is just delightful. I am telling you, stop in there. Your assignment right now at 158 on this Friday is if you haven't stopped in there, she is a small business owner. She is one of the most dynamic, dependable, reliable individuals. She is so knowledgeable. Rhode Island is lucky to have Marie at It's My Health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Tremendous service. If you're trying to find something, she'll order it, find it for you. Support local business. Support her service and knowledge are second to none. I'm such a fan of her work. It's Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across. Pop in there. Say hello from Davenport Restaurant. Well, folks, it's 159. Again, we will be doing a Facebook Live later. When there's breaking news, we go out and I want to just a reminder, next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Juan, we will be, Juan goes to Washington, J.D. and D.C. We're going to take our show, The Focus, The Border. Perfect timing with what's going on with Martha's Vineyard. I want to once again thank folks, Jeff Kamach. He's the greatest, the best. And uh, next week, we will do our broadcast. We're back Monday on the radio at 11. Visit the website, dpetro.com. And then next week, we return to D.C., The Focus, The Border. And I don't mean the border westerly to Winsocket. Listen, enjoy this Friday. Enjoy this weekend. WNRI Winsocket.